Good afternoon, Lunchtime Lifter listeners and viewers. We have finally arrived to season two. If this is your very first time tuning in to Lunchtime Lifter Podcast, Lunchtime Lifter Podcast is a Christian-based podcast for the young and saved. And my mission and vision behind the podcast is to help young Christians overcome their fear and insecurity by confidently pursuing their God-given dreams. Up first, we have Kiara Perry with Keller William Realty. And she will be discussing the power in purchasing. And a few of the topics that she will discuss on today is pretty much the process of home buying uh, from start to finish. Another important factor, credit 101, the mortgage process, and what I want to hear about the most, down payment assistance. And I'm very happy to have you here on Lunchtime with Your Podcast today. And I'm kind of going to let you have your way. Uh, with this topic. Okay, well, thank you for having me on the Lunchtime Lifter today, Leanne. I really appreciate being invited here, being able to kind of share my wealth of knowledge yes. with your your guests and your audience. Yes. Um, definitely here to help the best way that I can. Absolutely. And so the first step that I have learned as a realtor is definitely you want to see where you are financially. So getting connected with a lender is going to mm-hmm. be very, very important. Absolutely. I have several um, lender resources that I use with my clients. Okay. Um, but you can also shop around with your own lender. Um, okay. the, the, the main misconception is that if you shop around with several lenders and they are pulling your credit, mm-hmm. is it going to have a detrimental impact on your credit score? Okay. And so the answer to that is no. You are given a 30 to 45 day window to shop okay. for a lender. And it could change your score, maybe a few points mm-hmm. here and there, but it's not going to diminish it drastically like most people assume. Yeah. Um, because you want to be able to compare and contrast. Yes. And the only way you can do that is by actually applying and having them pull your credit. Absolutely. And that was one of my fears, the yeah. pulling of the credit. It's right. just like we have to pull it here, pull it here. I'm right. Like, going to diminish what I've worked so right. hard for. So that's right. really good to know that it, you have that time frame to, you know, shop around. Right, kind of. exactly. Because you want to see who has the best rate, who has the best Absolutely. programs, and that sort of thing. So I just advise my clients, hey, if you can, at least compare two or three. Okay. So that you can know who's the best fit for you. All right, that's awesome. <clears throat> what I love about getting pre-approved before you start is mm-hmm. that not only will the lender know where you are, mm-hmm. but you'll also be knowledgeable about where you are. Okay. Um, a lot of my clients check credit karma mm-hmm. and resources of the, of the sort for their credit score, okay. and that's called your Vantage score. Okay. And the lender uses what's called your FICO score. Okay. And so those are weighted a little bit differently, mm-hmm. and so that's a, that's one of the main reasons you might see a big change okay. versus when you saw your credit On credit versus karma. when they pulled yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So, because they're weighted differently. And so I tell my clients that if you're going to check your credit, the mm-hmm. best way to do that is to check your FICO. Okay. So you can see kind of what the, the lender's going to see. Okay. Um, and so most banks now have a free FICO score that you can get from your bank. Okay. Okay. Um, and then another great resource is freecreditreport.com. Okay. Now I know I do that every year, that one time mm-hmm. that you can go ahead and right. pull the full uh, credit report. Right. And I know when I purchased for the first time before I lost, um, I did a lot of pre-shopping and mm-hmm. it really set my heart up for failure because you have to know what you right. got to get approved for. Right. So you're out there and you want Looking some 200, 300, exactly. and your pocket, no, like 125, 130, that's the max is that, you know, that exactly. you're going to get. Exactly. And um, having the finances and mm-hmm. saying, hey, you need to show this sitting in the bank for six months. I was like, you know, it's there. Why right. do I need that long time, right. that stress right. of time? And I was right. like, wow, it was 
way more difficult than buying a car. Mm-hmm. I can definitely oh, yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's worth the investment in the long haul. And I will say that... um you made a good, you made a point. I just lost my train of thought, <clears throat> so I'll just keep going. But um, a lot of people don't realize that in Atlanta, mm-hmm. they want to spend less than their rent. Okay. But growing up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. this is not old Atlanta. And no. the point I was gonna make, I, it just came back to me, is that after the market crashed, mm-hmm. you know, the rules got a lot more intense and they're mm-hmm. a lot stricter. So that's why you'll see we need six months of reserves. Yes. We need this, and they're going back in there. You know, they're circling back and asking for the same thing over, over and over, over again, again because things are so much more strict yeah. since that market crashed back in 2008. I really wish I was had the finances to capitalize during that right, time because, right. I mean, they were like homes for a still. I was just like, if I had yeah. just a little bit right, yeah. of revenue, I really would have uh, turned them, you know, just flipped right, them, you right. know, got me some income by renting. Right. And, and that's hard. That's a good point you make, too, because a lot of people assume at a certain age, because back in 08, I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's how I was too young to take advantage. But um, a little hidden secret that I found out from talking to lenders is that when you graduate from college, if you want to invest in property, it's the mm-hmm. best time to do it because a lot of those requirements, mm-hmm. they don't require by college students. If you're a, co- a recent college graduate, you only need an offer letter. Oh, wow. And one year, they use one year of your full-time college as mm-hmm. your work history in your offer letter. So actually positioning yourself out of college is wow. actually better than waiting because it's just, you can just shoot right in. I had a client, mm-hmm. he graduated college and we were in his house shortly thereafter. Yeah, I seen that, that you listed a home and within 72 hours, I was just <laughs> like, wow. And yeah. I seen you post it like, it's, it's real, you guys. Yeah. It's not like fictitious i mean you posted the house december the 20th i know the date because i was looking at the yeah. house and you was like oh it's under contract yeah. and it was really a 72 hour turnaround mm-hmm. oh, i was yeah. just like wow you put in work yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's so the market is shifting they're saying that this year we're going to experience a recession again um it won't be drastic mm-hmm. like the one in 08 but we are going to see some price fluctuations we are going to see um more inventory come available on the market but for mm-hmm. right now we're still in what's called a seller's market. Okay. And so I tell my clients, you have to be prepared for that. And getting your credit, knowing where you are financially is very important. Okay. Because in a seller's market, you may have to bid with other buyers who are interested in the mm-hmm. same property that you are. Mm-hmm. And so in that case, you may have to overbid. And so okay. if we're looking in your max price point, mm-hmm. you have no leeway. Yeah. And so that way, if you qualify for 150 I know, okay, if we're in a multiple bid scenario, mm-hmm. we need to be looking at in the 140 so yeah. that way you can bid up if okay. you need to. So I tell That's my clients, and even yeah. if you aren't multiple bidding, don't shop at the top of your budget. Okay. Your um, mortgage payment should be between 28 to 33% of your gross income. Okay. So um, your gross monthly income. Mm-hmm. So that is another tip that I tell my clients. Don't go house poor. Yeah. Um, it's a great investment, but make sure you're able to balance your, your mm-hmm. mortgage and all your other bills that you have. Now, I I know, like, for me, when I step out there again, because I'm getting my uh, credit together, Mm -hmm. I'm pulling my credit, I want to focus on the foreclosure market. Like, I'm really not trying to go back to where I was in the 130s or anything. I want to find something, a hidden gem. Like, how do you work that foreclosure market? Like, is it a drastic difference from something new? 
like a new home? Yes. It's going to be drastically different because it's bank owned. Okay. And so everything that you do has to go through the bank. So it requires a little bit more patience. If you okay. have a flexible timeline, mm -hmm. you can find that hidden gem, no problem. But if you have like a lease that's up in two months, mm -hmm. the foreclosure may not be Either the way. best option for you. Okay. Because foreclosures can take up to a year or more to close, just depending mm -hmm. on the process. Mm -hmm. um, they have what's called a pre-approved mm -hmm. foreclosure. And so if the foreclosure has already been pre-approved by the bank, mm -hmm. you may go through the process a little bit smoother. Okay. But for the most part with um, foreclosure, you have to be very open-minded and you have to have a flexible timeline. Okay. Um, in addition, more, most foreclosures have significant repairs that will be mm -hmm. needed. And for the most part, they're sold as is. Okay. So you also want to make sure that you have set aside funds mm -hmm. to get those repairs done okay. after you move into the house. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, also, I will say this too, there are different types of loans. Mm -hmm. And so if you are under an FHA loan, mm -hmm. they have a lot of requirements in regards to what has to be, what has to be fixed before you move into your home. Oh. And so... Um, if you're going FHA, mm -hmm. that may not be the best route. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, they're going to be very right. strict. Most of us go. Yeah. Right, right, okay. right. That's really, really good to know on my end. And um, what was my, that's really what I want to get into, okay. that down payment assistance. Yeah. Like that, that help because, yeah. you know, um, everybody wants to purchase. Everybody mm -hmm. wants to look yeah. and we want to get in. But sometimes that budget is just like not, right. Right. <laughs> not where it needs yeah. to be. I got you. Um, so it's so many programs out there mm -hmm. that are available to buyers. Now, mm -hmm. it, we're circling back to the finances again because mm -hmm. for the most of the programs, you need to be make, have at least a 640 credit score. Okay. Um, you want to be at F640 or above. Okay. Um, most of the down payment programs, also your debt to income ratio mm -hmm. needs to be under 50%. And okay. some are even lower than that, just depending on which one. Okay. Um, and then for most of them, also your income is usually 75000 or less. Okay. That's just a general overview of what you, the requirements to get down payment assistance. Okay. Down payment assistance can be very, very helpful but it can also be very detrimental at the same time. Okay. So I tell my clients not to put all your eggs in one basket. basket. Okay. Still have that cushion saved in mm -hmm. case anything goes wrong. Mm -hmm. um, the best program that's out there, in my opinion, right now is Georgia Dream. Okay. In DeKalb and Fulton, they will give you $15,000 mm -hmm. towards your home purchase. Mm -hmm. And um, they have the best rate right, right now, which is 3.5. Oh, wow. Georgia so, okay. because most down payment programs, they're going to get their money back mm -hmm. some type of way and they build it into the interest rate. So, you'll have a higher rate on most of the programs. But this one is still fairly low and it's competitive with what's out there right now. Okay. So, Georgia Dream is really, really good. The only catch is you cannot purchase a new home. Okay. New construction. Okay. With the Georgia Dream. It has to be a resale property. Okay. And resale just means that it's already been lived in. Okay. Um, so that's a great program right now if you're interested in the cab of Fulton. Okay. And my lender that I work with for the majority, she does it and she does it very well. Mm -hmm. Now another catch to um down payment assistance is that they usually take longer to close because the lender has mm -hmm. to approve your loan and they have to approve your loan as well. Okay. And so it could take that's like forty five okay. or more days. And so you have to have a, a seller that's willing to agree okay. to wait that long. Because an average closing is about 30 days. Okay. So you have to, I have to negotiate on my client's behalf and say, hey, this client is getting this funding. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you less out of pocket, though. So mm-hmm. can you? do you mind doing an extended closing? Okay. And I have had sellers that are willing to do that and work, work with those clients. And I did. I had a friend, because um, we were discussing your topic mm-hmm. in the home buying process, and she's scared to go back out there because um, she lost two, but she filed bankruptcy. Okay. And she was trying to figure out, uh, and I did. I told her I was going to ask on her okay. behalf. <laughs> yeah, she was ahead. like, just pretty much what was the steps to take after, okay, you've lost it, you've the bankruptcy mm-hmm. how do i go about getting it again right yeah so basically um there's a certain time period depending on what loan you qualify for mm-hmm. there's a certain time period after bankruptcy mm-hmm. that you have to wait until you can purchase again okay and we'll end of the bankruptcy not the beginning okay. but the actual end, end whenever the case was closed and okay. all of that um and so once again that whole financial piece is so important because when you apply, that lender can say, hey, right. you see you had a bankruptcy in 07. Mm-hmm. It's been long enough. You can go ahead and reapply. Okay. They can say, hey, we need you to wait you know, a few more days. I had a client like that just now, mm-hmm. um, and she had to wait till January 1st. And so now she got a, her pre-approval letter, and okay. so we're out there looking on her behalf. Okay. But, yeah, you just have to see okay. what the requirement is for the particular loan. So let's talk with your listeners and viewers. You hear that there's still opportunity and room for growth no matter what situation you're in, whether you've lost, uh, whether you face bankruptcy. And we have to be open and honest, which is why I asked my special guests, because we have to let people know where we are. People cannot help you if they do not know where you are financially, where you've been financially. You just have to be confident so they can take those steps. So if you felt it's not a long time, that's a time to invest, get your finances, Mm -hmm. get your credit back up and rebuild. So Mm -hmm. there's a process for everything. If you're a first time home buyer, um, which is an exciting time to, uh, you can kind of walk through those steps. Yeah, definitely. Um, Most of my clients, um, my sphere is pretty much Mm -hmm. people my age, under 30. And so they're buying their first home. And so that's been really exciting to kind of walk people through that process and see them to the end and just, you know, they're just so excited. I tell my clients up front, as a first-time buyer, it's not going to just be easy breezy. Right. There are going to be some challenges. There's mm-hmm. going to be some bumps along the way, but I'm here to make it as smooth as possible. Um, like I said, for the first-time homeowner, that financial piece is so critical mm-hmm. because you need to find out, like you said, am I going to be able to buy my dream home mm-hmm. or do I need to buy a starter home right. where I look at it as an investment property Absolutely. and I can rent it out or sell it later right. and then buy my dream home using the equity from my first home. A lot of first-time home buyers want the perfect home, right? Um, but it's honestly, it's unrealistic. <clears throat> so I tell my clients, what are your top five must-haves? What do you have to have in a home? The five things. If you can't get everything you want, mm-hmm. what are the five things? And that usually helps. Okay. Because with that, you know, you can find a home in your budget, right? In your, you know, and it still has the main things that you mm-hmm. want. And I, I definitely agree because the hardest part for me, like I said, when I was originally out there in purchase was budget. My right. heart wanted a lot, yeah. but my pockets were, right. it was just like, you have to come into reality with where right. you are financially. It's not that you can't get it eventually, right. you can get it eventually, right. you just can't get it right now. Right. And for the young and saved generation, I think that's why we face a lot of heartache because we have to mm-hmm. see what we're working with and live within the now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we have a hard time, like, yeah. you know, facing reality. We're with so this used stuff. to instant gratification. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I should be able to get what I want yeah. now. And it's just like, you have to be patient. You have to wait. And I um, listened to Pastor Mike Todd, and he was mm-hmm. talking about how 
when you go to Thanksgiving, if somebody said they cooked the turkey in the microwave, right, you're gonna have a problem, right? Yeah. You want it slowly done, you Absolutely. want it, you want it cooked all the way through, and so anything that's worth having is worth waiting for, and so Absolutely. you may not be able to get that dream home the first go round, but you'll get there. Absolutely. For sure. And like um, my special guest Kira said, it's a process. Don't go the short route, meaning renting. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you waste your whole life away paying someone else's property off. Right. And I'm not bashing because we all need a starting point. But eventually you do want to have your own. And that's why I was so excited to have her on the show. I knew that she was very knowledgeable, not because of what she told me, because of what I saw. I've been following her from school, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. Um, I've seen her results. I've seen that. her be awarded with Keller Williams. They're not going to award her with no proof behind it. So right. if you need to reach out to her, I'm going to give her a couple of seconds to give out her information, how she can be reached. If you have personal questions that you want to ask her, um, you know, with just where you are financially, where you're trying to go, um, I am confident that she can definitely assist you or lead you to assistance so awesome and before i go i just definitely want to tell my first time home buyers you know have that savings um people always ask me all the time my main question i get is how much should i have saved yes. um your down payment is typically three to three point five percent of the sales price okay. the average sales price in atlanta is two hundred thousand mm dollars -hmm. so you want to have about three to three point five percent of that saved mm -hmm. um as a cushion, you may be able to get down payment assistance. You might not need it. Mm -hmm. But that is just my main advice for any buyer, not just first-time home buyers, but any buyer. Have that cushion available um, to you because buying a house is an investment. Absolutely. And so you want to have that prepared for sure. Um, and so I do free buyer's consultation. So if anybody would like to um, meet with me, I'll meet with you, and we can kind of just go further and discuss things in detail. Um, I can be reached via cell phone at my 770 331-6132. I can also be reached via email, Kiera Perry, that's K-Y-E-R-A-W.com. Absolutely. And again, it was such a joy to have yes, you. Yes, thank um, you. It was a topic that I wanted to hear about because I'm getting back out there again. Okay. I'm not necessarily at the 640. I do know my credit score is a 615. Nice. Um, That's good. Uh, I've just now gotten employment because I was unemployed. I lost uh, my job. The job closed. So I know um, employment history is good. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to get that, you know, that history built up. Right. So I know where I am. You know, I'm facing my reality. So when I do go to Kiara to say, hey, I'm yeah. ready. I know I know how to give her knowledgeable information. I don't lead her straight to where she said, I thought you said, you know, you had this, <laughs> but I don't pull this and that I takes it. You know? <laughs> and so that, that's a problem. We mm -hmm. have to be open on it so we can uh, reap our blessings, right. uh, whether it's a home, that's whether good. it's a townhome or a condo. She is here to help you. So again, I thank you for introducing season two. Uh, yeah. I definitely wanted to get it kicked off strong and, um, Again, she can be reached at all of those platforms that she uh, stated to you. And thank you for tuning in to Lunchtime Liquor Season 2.